Hello there, my name is McNeil and you are listening to the McNeil and Friends Podcast. Here I invite different people to talk about movies. We talk about movies that are currently playing in the theaters and topics related to cinema. If you like this type of content, be sure to follow my podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support my podcast by telling your friends. And if you don't have any, you can tell your family. Thank you for listening. What's up, everybody? This is my new episode in my series called Movie Screen Quarantine. Due to the world's current circumstances, I'm talking about a wide variety of topics regarding movies in this series. Today, I don't have a guest, but I'm talking about my top 10 favorite science fiction movies. I'm a huge fan of sci-fi, and I have been for as long as I can remember, so I thought this would be a fun topic. I have a lot of criteria for this list. This may sound tedious, but just hear me out. If you listen to my top 10 favorite action movies episode, then you know that a piece of my criteria was that I wasn't going to include any sci-fi action movies in that list because I didn't really want any overlap with that episode and this one. Sci-fi action is just more sci-fi than action to me. They are different to me, so if a movie is science fiction combined with any other genre, I generally view it as a sci-fi movie. That's just me, though. Another thing I said during the action movie episode was that I was not going to include any superhero movies. The same goes for this list. I won't be including any comic book movies because they would take up a big chunk of the list, and when I talk about superhero movies... I prefer to center the topic around the comic book genre itself. That way they aren't taking up a lot of space for episodes like this. I'm also not going to include Star Wars. Star Wars and comic book movies combined would take up the majority of my list. But more importantly, I also just have never really thought of Star Wars as science fiction. To me, Star Wars films are fantasy movies. All of the things like the Force, the lightsabers, and the spaceships are why people think it is science fiction, but every element that people think is sci-fi in Star Wars is magical, not science. That's why I've always looked at them as fantasy movies. Star Wars is a fantasy saga set in space. I mean, think about it. There's sound while they're in space. In real life, there's no sound in space. There's just nothing science-y about Star Wars other than the fact that it's set in space. So that's why I'm not including Star Wars. Lastly, you'll probably notice the science fiction movies on my list are the more philosophical type of science fiction film. That's the type of science fiction I'm naturally drawn to. But you'll also see a few science fiction action movies in this list too and stuff like that. But before I jump into my top 10, here are some honorable mentions. Blade Runner 2049, Back to the Future, The Terminator, Independence Day, Ex Machina, and Minority Report. Now, let's get into my top 10. So I'm going to start off a bit controversial here. So my first pick at number 10 is Ad Astra. This came out last year in 2019. It's directed by James Gray, and it stars Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, John Ortiz, Liv Tyler, and Donald Sutherland. So this is a movie that audiences don't generally care for. It was more that the critics seemed to like Ad Astra more than the audiences. And it's not for everybody, I will admit that, because it's very slow. However, I'm okay with that because it does make you feel like you're in space. But the reason it's really slow is because it's more of a character study of Brad Pitt's character, and it's about the introspection 
of his character and his self-growth and his entire character arc, but a lot of it's explored through voiceover. There's a lot of voiceover, just you just kind of hear his thoughts inside of his head and kind of the places that he's coming from, so you really understand the character very well in the movie. And that's something I really liked about it. It was a different take on science fiction because it wasn't like the typical you know, alien invasion science fiction movie or big space adventure or anything like that. This was just a guy in space who was sent onto on a mission and you learned a lot about the character and what goes inside of his brain. And that was something I thought was very interesting. So I'm a fan of these types of narratives, big character study movies where they're slower paced. You wouldn't really view them as entertaining. They're just like I said, character study movies. This is a movie that's all about the introspection of the character, but this definitely is a sci-fi movie, but it's also very much a drama because it is the character study type movie. But like I said, this definitely is a sci-fi movie. He's in space. He is going on a space adventure. It's just a very slow-paced space adventure. There are a lot of cool sci-fi elements involved in this movie, some things that are on the moon, uh, some things that happen in spaceships, and all the places that they go, which is really interesting. The cinematography and the visual effects in this movie are great. I loved the, the visual effects in this movie. I saw it in IMAX, so that really heightened my experience. And I think the cinematography and the visual effects in this movie are great. Overall, this is a, in my opinion, this is a really good sci-fi movie. Like I said, I am drawn to more character study movies. And this won't be a movie for everybody, but this is one of my favorite science fiction movies. So coming in at number nine is Contact. This came out in 1997, directed by Robert Zemeckis. This stars Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey, John Hurt, John Scarrett, and William Finchner. I think I've actually talked about this movie a few times on my podcast on my top 10 favorite 1990s movies and five movies I think are overrated and underrated episode. This is also one that may not be for everybody. It's not really a slow-paced movie like Ad Astra, but it's just not one that's talked about a lot. But I think this is a very underrated science fiction movie. Like I said, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. He's a great director. He's done lots of some of my favorite movies like Back to the Future, Castaway and Forrest Gump, but Contact is my favorite of his movies. I think it's very underappreciated, and I think a lot of people should watch this movie and at least give it a shot. It's not the typical alien movie. This is a movie about extraterrestrial life, but it's more of a philosophical approach to that type of story. It's not something like Independence Day where you have aliens invading Earth. This is a deep movie. It's a very thought-provoking movie, and it is that way because it combines the topics of both religion and science in a way that's really interesting and very philosophical. And that's why this movie interests me so much, because those aren't two topics people generally talk about at the same time. But this movie explores that, and that's something I really appreciate about it. One of the ways it does explore that is through the two characters played by Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. Their characters are very different. Jodie Foster is a character that's driven by science. Matthew McConaughey's character is a character that is driven by faith. So they are different in that way, but they discuss their differences and they respect one another and they have very interesting character arcs and the way that their characters interact is really interesting to me. So if that is a topic that interests you, I highly recommend it if this is a type of science fiction you like and if those topics interest you because this is a science fiction movie that I think is very underrated. So coming in at number eight is a movie called Her. This came out in 2013. It's directed by Spike Jones. stars Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson as a voice actor, Amy Adams, Rooney Mara, Olivia Wilde, and Chris Pratt. This was a movie I was not expecting to like, and it's because of the plot. In the near-distant future, Joaquin Phoenix's character, Theodore, is going through a divorce and is longing to find a connection with somebody. He comes across an operating system called OS, which is a highly intelligent form of AI with a conscience. 
and develops a relationship with the operating system named Samantha that's voiced by Scarlett Johansson. So that premise sounds weird, I know. I thought it sounded weird at first, too. I was always hesitant to watch this movie. I watched it on a whim one day, and I was blown away by it. There was no suspension of disbelief that was required in this movie, which is interesting because it's a science fiction movie. And it didn't require any suspension of disbelief from me because I can totally see a reality in the future where something like this could happen, where there is a guy who is legitimately pursuing a relationship with artificial intelligence. That is something I've seen in a few movies now. This is the first movie where I saw a premise like that explored in the plot. And I think this is the one out of the couple movies that I've seen that have explored an idea like this that executes it the best. I think this movie is a depiction of a direction our society could possibly be heading towards because, and that's why I'm saying, it didn't really require that much suspension of disbelief for me because this is something that I could legitimately see happening one day, which is very strange. On a storytelling level, you become very invested in the story and the relationship between Theodore and the operating system, and this movie can actually make you feel emotions, which is very unexpected. Movies generally don't make me feel things, so if I say it does, then that's saying something about the movie. From a visual standpoint, I think this movie looks really good as well. I definitely recommend this movie if you can be open-minded about the weird nature of this movie. So coming in at number seven is The Martian. This came out in 2015. It was directed by Ridley Scott. stars Matt Damon, Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig, Jeff Daniels, Michael Pena, Sean Bean, Kate Mara, Sebastian Stan, Benedict Wong, Mackenzie Davis, and Donald Glover. So I like this movie because it's essentially cast away on Mars, but with way more dialogue. I really like this movie. The first time I saw it, I was pretty blown away by it. From a visual standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, from an acting standpoint, this is a movie that hits all the right notes. So Matt Damon plays a guy named Mark Watney, who is a botanist, an astronaut, who is stranded on Mars. Overall, this movie is pretty accurate with the science. Of course, this is a science fiction movie, so there are going to be some fictional elements, but generally speaking, it's a fairly scientifically accurate film. Matt Damon portrays somebody stranded and isolated somewhere very well, and on this case, he's stranded on Mars, and he kind of explores all the different ways that somebody would cope with this extreme form of isolation. One of the ways he copes with being stranded on Mars is through humor. And if you guys have listened to multiple episodes on my podcast, you know that I'm not a huge fan of humor, but when it does work, it works really well for me. And this is a movie that I think the humor actually works very well. And this is not a funny movie. There's just a couple funny moments. So when they do happen, I thought they were executed very well. And it was kind of ironic in a way because you wouldn't really think being stranded on Mars is something funny, but that's just the way he coped with things. Um, and some of the way, some of the things that he does in order just to survive are very interesting. The way he makes food and the way he has to try to communicate with the people back on Earth. It's all very fascinating. The visuals and the cinematography are also very great in this movie. This is also a movie that's very entertaining. So if you are a fan of science fiction movies, and if you like Matt Damon movies, and if you like movies that are just entertaining, this is definitely one I would recommend if you haven't seen it. Coming in at number six is Donnie Darko. This came out in 2001. It was directed by Richard Kelly. And it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Jenna Malone, Patrick Swayze, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Drew Barrymore, and Beth Grant. This is a movie that combines my two favorite genres into one film. Psychological thriller and science fiction. Those are my two favorite genres. This movie combines those two genres perfectly. 
This is a very interesting movie. It really gets you thinking. It's very philosophical, and it can also be kind of creepy. But I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about this movie, because if you haven't seen it, I would probably influence your interpretation of the movie. There's a few different theories about the meaning of this movie. You can look at this movie through a psychological lens, or you can look at it through a scientific lens. Either way, you're not wrong, because the movie's supposed to be ambiguous. However... I kind of can see both sides. They both make sense to me, and these two meanings kind of blend together very well, and it's definitely a science fiction movie while also being a psychological thriller. You could look at it as either one, but it combines these two perfectly. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal was definitely younger in this movie because it did come out in 2001, I thought his performance was very great, uh, especially for the age that he was in this movie. So if you like interesting movies that are kind of creepy, that combine science fiction and psychological thrillers, definitely check this movie out. Before I move on to my top five favorite science fiction movies, be sure to follow me on Letterboxd at McNeil Mulliken. Letterboxd is where I post movies I watch and write reviews. You can follow the McNeil and Friends podcast on Instagram at mcneil.and.friends.podcast. Message me through Instagram to let me know what your favorite science fiction movies are or if you have any topics you'd like me to talk about on this podcast for the Movie Screen Quarantine series. Also, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Twitter. Lastly, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Patreon and support this podcast by becoming a patron if you so desire. You can find a link that will take you to all of these locations in the description of this episode. So coming in at my number five is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. This came out back in 2014. It was directed by Matt Reeves, and it stars Andy Serkis, Jason Clark, Gary Oldman, and Carrie Russell. So Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is my favorite of the Planet of the Apes series. This movie allows you to learn what it's like for Caesar and the apes after the events of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, as well as what life is like for the humans after the events of the first movie. And this movie explains how humans and apes go to war you get to learn about their differences and why they are enemies this is a very dark movie so it's probably the darkest of the trilogy they're all very dark movies so it's kind of hard to tell which one is the darkest but it's also just a great action movie at the same time for example at the end of this movie you have apes on horses with machine guns that's awesome you don't really see that in movies. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is something that does this very well. It's very entertaining. It's very dark. Very interesting all at the same time. So sci-fi action. This is a great movie that combines those two genres. Coming in at my number four is Arrival. This came out back in 2016. This is directed by Denis Villeneuve. I hear his name pronounced different ways all the time. So I never really know how to pronounce his last name. This stars Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. I really, really like this movie. This is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. And all the movies from here out are in my top 10 favorite movies. Because they're great, and science fiction is a genre that I really like. This is a movie that's awesome on so many levels. So first of all, the cinematography and the visuals in this movie are amazing. The, the shots of just the nature are really great. And the design of the alien spacecraft and the written alien language and if you've seen this movie you'll know what i mean by the written alien language but the design of all of those things are very visually appealing the sound design of this movie is really cool too of how the aliens move and the sounds that come with these alien spacecrafts so i'm talking about all these aliens this is a movie that's also a very different take on an alien invasion movie so this is not something like independence day where you would see aliens flying in a spacecraft blowing everything up this is a very interesting movie, and it's a very unique alien movie because this is a movie that is about how the humans are able 
to learn to communicate with the aliens and learn something as complex as these aliens language and what i really like about this movie is that concept you're watching how these people are specifically amy adams character is learning how to communicate with the aliens and what their language means so on one level this is a very personal story for amy adams character but what she learns from the aliens applies universally and this movie will really get you thinking about all sorts of things after it's finished but this is a great story like i said it's it can be a very personal story it's also just very interesting but amy adams performance is what really makes you buy into this movie what she goes through is unreal and she conveys the thoughts and the emotions of the character perfectly. So when I've talked about the concept of this movie, it explores the idea of nonlinear time through the language of these aliens. It's a very complex idea, but its meaning is very interesting and will really get you thinking. This is a very thought-provoking movie. It's very philosophical, and it's beautiful to look at. So if you like deep sci-fi movies, check Arrival out. Before I move on to my top three science fiction movies, here are a few more honorable mentions. Jurassic Park, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Avatar, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and Signs. So coming in at number three is The Matrix. This came out back in 1999. It's directed by Lily and Lana Wachowski. This movie stars Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, and Hugo Weaving. So The Matrix contains lots of my favorite things about movies. It contains sci-fi, action, a dystopian society, futuristic themes, and it's philosophical. This is a movie that makes you think about the future of our world and your own reality. It may even make you question your own reality. This is a great movie. Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne are both awesome actors and their characters. Keanu Reeves' character as Neo and Lawrence Fishburne's character as Morpheus. Both really, really cool characters. It's also a very good story. It's entertaining, has some great action while exploring some very interesting themes. The action in this movie is very unique. It was a very original style for its time as well, and it's been replicated a lot, and it just doesn't work in other movies. This is something that really works for The Matrix because it was so original and unique for that time. Overall, this is a very awesome movie. A lot of people love this movie. This is a classic amongst a lot of people. So if you like action sci-fi, if you like science fiction that also explores some really cool themes and ideas, watch The Matrix if you haven't seen it. Coming in at my number two is Interstellar. This came out in 2014. It's directed by Christopher Nolan. And this has a pretty large cast. It stars Matthew McConaughey, Jessica Chastain, Anne Hathaway, Michael Caine, Casey Affleck, Mackenzie Foy, Timothy Chalamet, Matt Damon, John Lithgow, Wes Bentley, and Topher Grace, many other people as well. So when it comes to Christopher Nolan fans, this movie is one of his more divisive movies for whatever reason, and I've never exactly understood that. But my first experience with this film is something that I'll never forget. I saw it in IMAX at the age of 14 years old, and that was a time I was usually just going to watch superhero movies, big action movies, action blockbusters, stuff like that. And this is a movie that I, I liked outer space stuff as well, but this was not the type of outer space movie I was usually trying to go watch. And I was blown away by this movie when I was 14 because it was a movie that actually made me want to go study and research the scientific and the philosophical concepts explored in this film. And there was not a movie that made me do that before. This was the first movie that really got me thinking afterwards. There are some really interesting themes that are explored in this movie, especially when it comes to science and philosophy. But it also is kind of unique in a way, and this is what people tend to not like about it. It's messages that love conquers all. And a lot of people that like science and philosophy have a problem with that because that's saying emotion trumps logic. And I, and I generally would probably have a problem with that as well. But with the rules that are set 
in place in this movie is what allows it to make sense. The narrative makes it make sense, and I was totally okay with that. And some people could look at it as not everything obeys the laws of physics in this movie. But like I said, the narrative has its own rules and it works really well for this story. The theme that love conquers all, the power of love, however you want to describe it, that theme doesn't stand on its own because it is heavily correlated with the scientific and philosophical architecture of the film. And it's something that I found very interesting. It finds a way to balance philosophy and emotion very well. Unlike a lot of other movies, aside from that, the cinematography in this movie is amazing. This is probably the most visually stunning movie that I've seen. The design of the planets, the design of the black hole, the design of the fifth dimension, the list could go on and on and on. This is definitely the most visually stunning movie I've seen. Everything about this movie looks amazing. Also, Hans Zimmer's score is fantastic, and Matthew McConaughey's performance, I think, is the best of his career. He really captures this character's personality very well and he's a very interesting character overall interstellar tells an extraordinarily monumental story that grips you intellectually and emotionally and this is a film that works for me on every level but coming in at my number one is inception this came out in 2010 this is also directed by christopher nolan and this stars leonardo dicaprio joseph gordon levitt ellen page tom hardy ken watanabe killian murphy marion cotillard and michael caine this is my all-time favorite movie made by my all-time favorite director, Christopher Nolan, and it stars my all-time favorite actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. How could I not love this movie? It has all of my all-time favorite things about movies in one. This is a movie that made me become a true movie buff. I started watching all kinds of movies because Inception expanded my horizon beyond just Marvel and Star Wars and action blockbusters. Inception combines a lot of great genres science fiction, action, crime, and thriller. And the concept of this movie surrounding dreams is really complex and intricate. And you have to follow the rules of this narrative. You have to pay attention to every detail in this movie, and it all pays off. The script of this movie is brilliant. And like I said, the concept of this movie surrounds dreams. And the way dreams are depicted in this movie mimic what actual dreams are like. You have random transitions, people changing into other people, ignoring the laws of physics. But all of this is backed up by the logic of the rules of the narrative. And that's something that I find very impressive and very interesting. Also, Leonardo DiCaprio's performance, while it's not his best of his career, and I don't mean that in a bad way, this is just a movie that doesn't call for a performance of a lifetime. He did exactly what he needed to with this role, and everybody else is really great in this movie too, but this is a movie that's driven more by the concept. The visuals and the cinematography are great as well. Lots of memorable things in this movie like the zero gravity fight scene, the city folding. There's a lot of things, the list could go on and on about the visually stunning things about this movie. Also, Hans Zimmer's score is great in this movie as well. And this ending, the ending of this movie, is my all-time favorite ending. Another all-time favorite thing about this movie for me. I will never forget my initial reaction to this movie because the ending of this movie is what made me want to go watch all types of movies and become a true movie buff. The ending is really ambiguous, and I had never really seen an ending like this in a movie before at this point in time when I had seen this movie back when I was uh, 16 years old, I believe. This is a movie I instantly wanted to watch again. I watched it a couple times. I've honestly probably seen this movie nearly 10 times at this point. It's kind of ridiculous that I've seen a movie like 10 times, but hey, I'm a movie buff. What do you expect? But this is the ending that I think is brilliantly ambiguous because it allows 
the viewers come up with their own interpretation of what it meant, what this whole movie meant, and can really get you thinking about some interesting topics. This is a movie that is very nostalgic for me because of how it transformed me into the movie buff that I have become. And because of that, I mean, it's got to be my favorite movie of all time. It's my favorite science fiction movie. There's so many all-time favorite aspects of this movie, and I never get tired of this movie. I can find new things about this movie every time I watch it. There's just so many great things about Inception. It's very interesting, very entertaining. There's a lot of great action in this movie as well, but at the same time, it's philosophical. It's really cool, very interesting ideas, cool themes that are explored. Inception is my all-time favorite movie, so if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Definitely watch this movie, and if you have seen it, rewatch it. This movie is awesome. Inception is great. But this is just my list. Not everybody's going to have the same top 10 science fiction movie list. Everybody is going to have their own opinion about what science fiction movies they like best. Some people are going to like science fiction action. Some people are going to like philosophical science fiction. Some people are going to like science fiction combined with psychological thrillers. I'm drawn to all of those. I have my preferences, but science fiction is a genre that I've always really liked. So I'd be very interested to know what your lists are. So message me on Instagram at mcneil.and.friends.podcast. Let me know what your favorite science fiction movies are. Also, I have done three of these episodes now. My top 10 favorite horror movies, top 10 favorite action movies, and now top 10 favorite science fiction movies. If you have another genre you would like me to do, message me on Instagram to let me know as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, be sure to tune in for more episodes in this series, and don't forget to follow or subscribe to the McNeil and Friends podcast on the platform you listen to podcasts so you can be notified when new episodes are released. Stay safe out there, everybody, and once again, thank you for listening. <laughs>